0: oh hey, good evening hey. good evening welcome,
1: welcome to another to night another... of wake
0: the bear <laughs> oh, absolutely it's gonna be a good one you know what? i didn't get my opening uh background music there it's playing now playing now one Come of on. those days i guess <laughs> lots going on but, love to uh, hear that
1: roar love that background music the high energy
0: yes the bears california takes... and it's waking up and uh boy i tell you a lot's happened in the last week as well uh i think we were reminiscing on some of the things that happened uh i'm excited to talk about you know it's uh kind of named tonight uh taking on the gangs of new york so we'll definitely get into that in a little bit uh how was your weekend oh my weekend was great i actually just got back Uh, oh yeah
1: i spent some time in arizona i went to a conference called uh, god talks with ed rush he's a former uh, marine and, uh, military fighter pilot, top gun. And he, uh, talked about, he, here's a guy who's a Christian and he developed the business, uh, business consulting program. And I got to he just it's called wisdom in business. And it was just a really, really good conference.
0: Oh, welcome. Well, that uh, sounds pretty good. I, uh, I need a little bit more uh, help in that area. You know, as far as some of the business on your own, I work for big companies, so I d- don't dwell in that area as much, but, uh, I know that you're writing a book and, uh, that book is, uh, free America and, or re-America. Re-America,
1: it's, which uh, is part of free America.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that is, uh, something that probably will be helpful in uh, days ahead. So looking forward to that book when it does come out. And so, uh, yeah. I, uh, this weekend, what did I do? I mean, we had, we had a lot of rain come in. I was supposed to be on vacation in Cabo and I had to cancel it. Uh, I got over COVID last week. Um, and so between that and the rain and we had an injured horse, we have been nursing back, it's been limping all week. And, um, you know, so we decided to not go on this vacation and meet the rest of my family. And so, uh, bummer. So, We'll just keep on working. But we were able to go to a movie last night or two nights ago. And that was, uh, we saw The Chosen. Uh, You know, we haven't seen uh, episodes uh, one, two, and three that came out. uh, I think it was February 2nd to the 14th um, because I was dealing with COVID. Didn't want to expose anybody. So we went right into four, five, and six. And uh, they're long movies. They're like three and a half hours or so. And so Mm -hmm. uh, we saw most of it. And then we left the intermission uh, you know, two, two plus hours into it. And we said, Oh, we'll just go back on a discount night and get that last, that last episode. So we'll do that. But man, a powerful, powerful, I'd encourage uh, everybody to, to really, you know, schedule some time, go out on a date night, uh, movie night uh, with the whole family and, and support it. You know, that's the other thing. It wasn't as crowded as I thought it should be. So we need to support those that are, are putting out a great message. Uh, the chosen, so, Del's Jenkins. Yeah.
1: it's interesting you say that because last night my wife and I watched, uh, I think, season three, episode six, and uh, it was amazing. It was fantastic. I mean, it was the one about where Jesus is actually announcing his, um, his messiahship in Nazareth, and they they take him out. They're gonna stone him to death, and he, he just walks right through the crowd, and he doesn't actually doesn't get. He's like, "My time is not yet." And it's like, "Yes, you will be putting me to death, but not today."
2: Not today, today is not today
1: <laughs> not so today, that, yeah state. but it's interesting yeah not today saying interesting you know that both of us actually were watching the chosen last night i think that's interesting um i wanted to say one thing too that um you know we don't have our our, our third party here with chris Hurst. she's actually yeah. with family i think in arizona or washington one of the two places where her family is but you know um you know we'll be hosting tonight you know my name is brandon johnson and of course ron powers and then chris Hurst is usually on here and you know, just kind of going back to the point of why we started Wake the Bear Radio is it's to wake up California. You know, you said that the, the California is the bear, and the bear is waking up. And uh, uh, some some people might think it's Russia or something like that, but it's not. It's California. If you look at the California flag, there's a bear on it with the with the with the star on it, and it's a Republic of California. And and really, California has, and like many cities, um, like many country or um, states in our union, have gone really rogue when it comes to um, constitutional republic values and they say oh we're a democracy we're a democracy we're a democracy like okay we democratically elect people who uh represent us in our government but we're not a a straight democracy the america is not and neither are any of the states we are uh, republics so that's right it's a republican form of government that is democratically elected a lot of people seem to forget that so Anyways, just kind of going back to the whole, the reason that we have a bear on our, on our flag, we're called wake the bear. What we initially wanted to do is we wanted to call this show uh, question the narrative, which I thought was a great name. I think yeah. you came up with that Ron, but that's really what we're doing. And it's weird because we started questioning the narrative 126 shows ago, right? This is 127th yep. show. Yeah. And we, we started questioning the narrative because nobody was questioning the narrative. And I was actually going back on some of my notes and I remember even interacting with other pastors who were kind of being like trying to shame me into the phrase "conspiracy theorist." Oh, you're you're putting conspiracy theories on your Facebook account, and so therefore I I need you to address it, and I don't agree with it. Blah blah blah. You're welcome to do it. And I remember like a debate I had with one pastor, and it was just so interesting. Like I almost want to go back now, 126 weeks later, and just say, "Hey, um, so you still think I was, uh, you know, exposing uh, expousing conspiracy?" Series, you know because it's because you know the whole world is waking up you know we're waking the bear but the whole world is waking up to the, the the atrocities that we've seen happen where people are getting sicker and sicker and sicker as they get more and more shots and the ph- big pharma has been exposed and and you know and i just actually you know it, it, the whole situation with with the um the lockdowns and the the control it it, it really saddened me it made me angry um, it really radicalized me but one of the things it did is that I'm thankful for is it actually caused me to question stuff I never questioned before. I said, you know, I just believed that we had weapons of mass destruction and we went into Iraq for the, for good reasons. And I had people tell me, no, dude, we're going in there for oil. We're going in there for a bunch of other reasons. that are not the reasons. And I was like, oh no, 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 la 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 la, you know. Yeah. And and I started to research it. Yeah, America has been going into these foreign countries, making up excuses. To take over foreign countries and take over its resources we're, we're doing colonialism and make them a nato country and uh, make them have a, a bank you know a bank that works with our banks and the you know central central bank you know system uh we're still in a, in a colonial period and I'm, I'm not to say like i'm against america i love america i mean give me a break i love this it's the greatest country ever created with the most freedoms you know ever given to man on earth right but we got some serious problems. We've got a deep state that's controlling things and they have been um, doing their own thing without the, the the direction or the accountability of the people for a long time. So uh, you know, that, 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 whole COVID thing woke me up to all of that. I don't know about you, Ron. I mean, I think you were awake a little long, a little earlier than I was.
0: Yeah, I was pretty early on the the COVID bit. Although I will have to say that, you know, I gave it a week or two and, and I thought, Oh, something's, something's weird, you know, about this, but I definitely question everything now. I mean, you know, one of the things uh, I even question is, uh, you know, they had this death of what they called a political opponent to Putin. Like, right. oh, look, he's a dictator. He he had, uh, you know, Alexei what Navani Navalny, Navalny uh, you know, killed and, and and all that stuff. You know, it, that's his political rival. And you know what? Actually, you start looking into it, and he wasn't a political rival at all. He was actually a deep state uh, asset, a deep state asset. And, wow. uh, you know, they catch him They catch him in a bar, I think it is, you know, with a uh, British MI6 agent uh, talking about what he needs to do a color revolution in, in Russia. You know, he's going to need, uh, you know, X amount of million dollars uh, every week uh, to do this, you know, so he could buy a bunch of, you know, a bunch of people, uh, materials, materials. Coverage and all that stuff, you know, and so, um, and it was really interesting because you know you compare that death to the death of uh, Gonzalo Lira, which was a U.S. um, journalist in Ukraine, and he started looking into things, and it wasn't very flattering to uh, Zelensky, and he winds up going into a prison and and uh, dying, and you know you look at who covers what, and it was like. You know, CNN, nothing on uh, Gonzalo. 16 16 times they reference uh, Navalny's uh, death, you know, CBS, zero coverage, you know, and uh, 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 Gonzalo. It was all all of them, all of them zero. It's like MSNBC, Wall Street Journal, New York Post, uh, the New York Times, Washington Post, Bloomberg. But then when you go to cover, quote, the opponent to uh, to Biden, you know, Navalny, you know, it's 16 times, 17 times, 17 times, 7 times, you know, 8 times, 22 times, all these uh you know, uh articles. And so it's really interesting how biased, you know, so anything that's critical of Ukraine, no coverage at all. But anything that's, you know, starting a color revolution to try to overthrow Russia. Oh, we're going to cover that because and we're going to cover it as a political opponent. You know, a political opponent is somebody that's like running from the other party, you know, against you. That's right. not what this guy was. This guy was the undercover asset. Uh, you know, and so I, I've learned to, to question a lot of stuff. And that that happened just in the last week or so. Uh, you know, BioClandestine actually did a great, great quote on that where he he, he looks into it and, and plays this video. So if you're interested, yeah, just look him up, um, uh, BioClandestine
1: okay bio clandestine you should put that in the notes for people
0: Uh, yeah is it on is it on um on x um yeah this one is uh yeah it's on x
1: yeah pull that up on x and show it in a second i just want to point out here's gonzalo lira he actually was um being uh, harassed by the nazi forces and ukrainian forces and he said you know i've been i've been jailed and in and out of jail a couple times and if they put me back in jail i'm probably not going to live and Sure enough, like within about a week or two after he was jailed again, he di- he died. And it's interesting to hear people defend the, the 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 Zelensky and calling him not a journalist, saying this guy's just not a journalist. He's a, what journal, journalism school did he go to? And da, da, da. and people are defending his his right to get uh, defending the, the Zelensky's right to kill him, right? but then they're all talking about this, like this guy who's an undercover deep state agent. Yeah. So you just gotta have to be really careful who you're who you're listening to these days because it's, you know, the media and, and look like what, who's the, who's the darling of the, of the corporate mainstream media and who is the most hated of the corporate mainstream media? And then find out why, why are they hated? Look for the reason for why they're hated. Why are they the darling? Who are they? What role are they playing? Why does everybody all of a sudden love Nikki Haley when all my liberal friends hated Nikki Haley, when she worked for the UN and they're all like, thought she's just a total warmonger now all these liberal people love her no we can't believe that you wouldn't vote for her rather than trump and it's like it's there's there's an agenda here these rhinos these deep state rhinos these deep state republicans are just puppets of of an of of an administrative state that doesn't go anywhere it just stays there so whoever plays their game gets 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 accelerated forward and whoever doesn't um, whoever's a threat to their power and in th- questions, their legitimacy gets, gets shut down.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm having a hard time getting that on to, uh, the Chrome for this cause I'm a, I'm usually a Safari. Um, yeah, me so too. I'll probably just let it, let it go. Um, okay. You know, well, there's
1: int- a bunch of other topics that we could talk about tonight, you know, that I think are really legitimate right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you know, an interesting thing just to start off on a little light, uh, A light note is about joe biden being you know he is actually really sharp a lot of people are saying um and it's just crazy how these people will defend the indefensible i mean it just shows how sold out some people are so uh let me just play that real quick probing and detail oriented and focused this is a man who is sharp who is on top of his game who knows what's going on this guy's tough. He's smart. He's on his game. His mental acuity is great. This is a very sharp president. This is a man that's on his game. President Biden is absolutely fit. There's there's not a problem. He's
1: sharp.
2: He's fit. He's always answering questions. He
0: is on the ball. He was sharper than anyone I've spoken to. He is sharp.
2: Uh, He is on top of things. There's no doubt in my mind that the president is mentally fit for office. Biden has proven himself to have a strong memory. He's completely mentally sharp. He's
0: at the top of his game. Yeah. I mean, just just crazy. I just, I don't know. I I see that. It's just like, man, talk about sellout. That's going to age real well, huh? Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah, well.
1: They're just trying to, you know, they're just trying to keep him in office, doing everything they can. You know, they know everybody knows he's not really running the country. Everybody knows that there is a bunch of administrators behind him running him and he's just taking orders and which direction do I walk? And uh, I can't, you know, can't finish sentences and that don't make any sense half the time.
0: So, yeah, I just can't believe people would actually go that far to say things like that. Though I mean, they're just don't they realize that people are. Beyond that, and they're they're not stupid. They're not little children. Not that chil- little children are stupid, but I'm just saying, you know, we're not they're gullible. Yeah, gullible. Exactly. Well, let's jump in. I mean, taking on the gangs of New York, and you know, and so in your mind, you might have a different image. You may have some, you know, switchblades in the back alley and 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 things like that. But uh, there are actually some very dangerous gangs, and I would say one of them is the judicial system. Uh, and they are a bunch of thugs, a bunch of gangs, a bunch of thugs. They compromise, um, they compromise the truth and they just bend, bend it whatever way, uh, is to their advantage. And so we have this, uh, this wicked woman, uh, Letitia James, and I don't call her wicked just because I disagree with her, but, uh, you know, here's a woman who ran on being elected as I'm going to take Trump down. Uh, when I get up every morning, I love my job because th- that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Trump down. And uh, and so she gets she gets this uh, case against Donald Trump. She's the attorney general. Could takes him in and then they have this crooked, crooked judge. Um, and that crooked judge, what was his name again? It was like Arthur, Arthur en F- or
1: En-Goron.
0: En-Goron. Yeah. Yes. Or, uh, he, and, and he's that kind of that old silly looking man who, you know, has this re- real weasel of a smile um, and he's been caught doing some really questionable things himself. But, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he went he, after Trump for saying, Hey, I, you've overdone, you know, you've overvalued your properties and um, you know, we're going to punish you for that. And so this is a civil case that uh, was, the decision came last Friday. So it just came just not even a week ago. And he ordered uh, Donald Trump to pay almost $355 million. Um, and then he went after his sons, you know, they, they, I think 4 million and 1 million. Um, so he was just going after them. And I think the total came out to more than 450 million overall uh, with all the other interests and some other things. They went after some other people in the organization but uh yeah, I mean what what is that about you know well, I mean, really what it is I mean, people are saying very clearly what it is it's election
1: interference um it is just like January 6, it's a publicity stunt that you know did you hear that come out recently that some people are saying, yeah, that was fully a publicity stunt you know not, not you know not to mention that there are three you know forty or 50 or up to 100 people in jail right now three years later still from a publicity stunt yeah not a very You know, not a very kind publicity stunt at all, but a media stunt, basically a show propaganda. So the whole point of this is, well, they can now say, well, Donald Trump has been convicted by a jury for three hundred fifty five million dollars of fraud. And people don't even know what it is. Well, what do you mean, fraud? Well, he overvalued his property. What do you mean? How does that work? People who don't understand how selling property works, how or how to take out a loan on a piece of property. You know, he went to he went to the bank and he said, all right, bank, you know, um, my uh, home is worth, you know, three two hundred fifty six million dollars Mar-a-Lago. It's got it's an oceanfront property on both sides, both on the ocean and on the canal. Um, it's 10 times larger than other properties that are worth 30 or 40 million. So I'm, I assess that my value of this property is probably like 300 million, 400 million dollars, 500 million, whatever. And the bank goes, okay, well, let's us do an assessment. Oh, yeah. And you should go check it and make sure that you appraise the value of my house before you give me the loan. So the bank does its own appraisal, which is what the paperwork tells them to do. Do your own appraisal. Come up with whether you think it's worth that to give me the loan on the property. Uh, The bank goes ahead, does the appraisal, says, yeah, it's worth what you're saying. And then they give them a loan. And then Trump pays back the loan with interest. And everybody makes money. And there's actually no there's no person who is, there's no victim here. That's what happened. But Letitia James says, well, he overvalued his property. It's really only worth between 18 and 26 million. And so she takes a case to the judge and tells the judge, Judge, he's committed fraud. He said, and the judge says, oh, yeah, this property should only be eight, 18 to 26 million dollars. That's You committed fraud and it's a civil case. So we're going to give this $355 million to who?
0: Yeah. Where who's the damaged party?
1: Yeah. Who's the damaged party? Who, who gets the $355 million? So, so what happens here is they, they're able to say as a publicity stunt that he was convicted by a judge in a court of law that he, he, he committed fraud. But this judge has been overturned like four or five, six times his judgment. So it's almost definitely going to be appealed and overturned. But it doesn't matter that it's been it'll be overturned because this guy and his and this, you know, wicked lawyer or I think she's a DA. I can't remember. She's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. they
1: they brought this charge and because that he was found guilty now in the political and media landscape and in the minds of the anti-hate Trump people, he has been convicted of three hundred fifty five million dollars worth of fraud, even though this is a ridiculous case. So this had a major backlash, and I think you know what the backlash is. Um, a bunch of people are boycotting New York City for attacking President Trump.
0: Yeah, yeah. Even uh, the guy in Shark Tank uh, had said, hey, this decision is really so bad that uh, it could actually affect the business. Uh, you know, he was saying basically anybody in real estate would do exactly the same thing Donald Trump does. Uh, there's nothing wrong with uh valuing your property as much as you you feel it's worth, and so you know if you could be held liable, of course, it's not gonna you know I, uh, who was it? They said, uh, I don't know if it was Leticia James. she's like, no, no, that's not gonna happen to anybody in New York. It's like we're just doing it against Donald Trump. I mean it's she just, just basically admitted it was a political thing. It's like it's not like, hey, we're cracking down on the practice of over overvaluing your property it's like oh no this won't affect anybody else you know right so yeah people are upset
1: well people are so upset that the truckers are getting on they're saying listen we're gonna have to do something now you know uh, truckers most of them own their own truck they they got a loan they bought their truck and then they they drive uh, shipments to different places across the united states and they you know decide how much it's worth to to, to ship that and based on the gas and all that kind of stuff and they pay themselves well this trucker here is calling on all truckers to boycott, sending any shipments to New York City for a period of time uh, to put the put the squeeze on New York City for putting the squeeze on Trump. So listen, to what he says this is pretty good.
2: Hey, folks, your old pal Chicago Ray checking in. uh, uh just want to let you know, look, I took down that video that I posted on Friday uh, because it went viral, went on TikTok. Not because I understand by what I said, because I do, but, you know, my grandson's seen it and, you know, he got a little hurt by it and it hurt my feelings, so, you know, what the fuck, you know, that's it. It is what it is. Um, I'm not no, look, I'm not no figurehead here. I'm not no uh, leader of any movement. i not going on any podcasts or, you know, doing any GoFundMe's or anything like that. You know, I'm who I am, all right? I hear chatter. I let you guys know what I heard. And, you know, that's what it is. I, I'm, I'm hearing it now. You know, some people are, seriously... Speaking of, uh, you know, not, not going to New York City, okay?
1: So this is Chicago Ray, and he put out uh, the previous post. So this is his second post, but his previous post it was actually calling on truckers to um, to boycott. And and apparently the the initial post that he's referring to had like six million views. So if wow. so, if you think about it, if he has six million views of truckers all over the nation, and they're all saying, "Hey, we stand with you," and they're all support positive, we're going to support you. We're all truckers. We're going to fight back. Um, then, then that just that one thing alone could could jack up um, prices in in um, in New York. It can make it, it stop people from getting um, shipments of like refrigerators or whatever. And that's going to, that can severely impact it. And the interesting thing here is that um, they did that and they did this exact same thing in um, Colorado when there was a judgment against a trucker where the judge judged that the trucker should be, or he should be put in prison for 110 years, right? And the truckers pushed back and said, that is an, an injustice over the punishment does not fit the crime of this guy. And they basically all boycotted um, Colorado and it shut down major cities in Colorado for a period of time. And then the judge went back and lowered the um, judgment to 10 years. So this works just like Bud Light. People just stop drinking Bud Light because of the whole um, transgender, pushing the transgenderism. People have power to make a difference. We The, the, the gangs of New York, okay, these truckers, you know, are, are are the good gangs taking on the bad gangs, which are, you know, the the lawyers and the D.A.s and the people that are are on political witch hunts after uh, President Trump. And so they're yeah. saying we've had enough of this. We're done. We're done with this. We've had enough of this. You guys need to leave President Trump alone.
0: Yeah, I mean, New York is out of control right now. I mean, just I was just looking at some of the cases, you know, I was just looking at an NPR article and let me just do a couple uh, sentences here and there, you know. So basically the judge is saying their lack, and he's talking about Trump now, their lack of contrition and remorse borders on pathological. He says they are accused of inflating asset values to make more money. The documents prove this over and over again. What documents? They do not. Uh, in fact, it's quite the opposite uh, with the uh, realtors. Um, anyway, he says, this is a venial sin, not a mortal sin. Uh, the judge writes in his court filing, he says, yet defendants are incapable of admitting the error of their ways. They're not admitting it because they didn't do anything. And they believe that this is a total sham. And the fact that, uh, Donald Trump himself says it's a complete and total sham that enrages them. And they're saying, Hey, this is why we're, we're finding him so much because he's calling it a sham. So the more he pushes back, the more they want to push him. So they're trying to teach him, you know, um, a lesson sort of say, and Leticia James, she says, you know, justice has been served. And she's like, this is a tremendous victory for the state, this nation, and for everyone who believes that we must all play by the same rules, even former presidents, the state attorney general said in a statement so it's like you know they are i don't know they're just on another planet you know and that's just not all i mean they're they're talking about you know what was the the lady uh oh, what's her name uh eugene carroll you know i mean she's yeah. going after him you know they what was that three how much how many million was that i can't even remember you know just because yeah. he denied it it hurt her reputation they said uh because he called her a liar. But, and, and then he, he has to owe her like millions of dollars as well. Um, and you know, I mean, that
1: one's going to probably get thrown, you know, t- overturned as well. I mean, they're
0: going to appeal all these. They all yeah. are there. There's really no, there's just really no basis for any of these. And it's not because I don't want there to be a basis, but I mean, you, I mean, you look at this one here, the law, uh, what statute of limitations, that's, you know, they changed that just to go after him. And so, I mean, that's one of our greatest, our greatest um, rights that we have as citizens in this country. Could you imagine always looking over your shoulder for 20, 30 years, and and you could be innocent and saying, "Man, they could just keep coming back, you know, that you know they're gonna find something or they'll they'll make up something and t- you know if they have enough time they'll create a case." You yeah, know, well, that's even what if
1: Stalin. Stalin and Lenin. I think Stalin said that. Show me the man, and I will find you the. I will find you the. The crime, yeah, yeah. Show me the man, I'll find you the crime. So that this is the our entire governmental system. They used to have these things called the writs, writs of ensure assurance, and the 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 government would give uh, rights to the judge or to judges or to po- the police to go search someone's home to find a crime. They if they didn't have any evidence of a crime until they found the evidence they wanted, and then they would make it make a create a a crime. So it's basically an unlawful search and seizure, you know. Anyways, yeah. keep going.
0: Well, yeah, they're saying he's facing 91 state and federal charges, including uh, several related to his role to stay in office after he lost the 2020 presidential election to Joe Biden. You know, it's just like, oh, you've got to be kidding. Did he stay over? Did he did they have to pull him out? No, he he had left. Um, not that it he should have left, but, uh, you know, they have cases against him. Ninety one. It's just crazy. I, I can't remember how many years it is, like 700 years are racked up, you know, ultimately with all the things they want to throw on them, you know, and people see this, people are waking up, you know, the fact that you have people like Elon Musk, you know, I had a, I had a neighbor come by yesterday and he was just, you know, sometimes he gets discouraged about, Hey, you know, do you think people are really waking up? I'm like, are you kidding? I said, look at Tucker Carlson. I mean, he is getting a hundred, 200 million people views on, on some of his interviews, Uh, you know, especially the one with Putin just recently. Uh, I said, you got Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is like a major influencer with youth, especially. I think I know a lot of college age people love to listen to Joe Rogan, you know, and and Joe Rogan is actually kind of evolved over time, you know, where he was kind of more staunch like left and he's opened up and he seems to be moving more and more towards the right. And um, and so that's another major, major person. And then Elon Musk, I mean, he, you know, with X, uh, you know, at one time, what, a year and a half ago, uh, Twitter was just full on, you know, woke and, and censorship. And now it's open and people are, f- you know, free to speak. And Elon, he speaks his mind quite a bit, you know. Right. He, he calls BS when he sees it and he'll say it to anybody, you know. And so I, I think uh, these are major, major, uh, you know, the things that have changed so i'm i'm really um encouraged you know encouraged hey i wanted to actually show um something on um eric trump you know in defense okay. of this last week and and just kind of some of the things he said because it really painted a picture that i think is more accurate about how donald trump does business and i read art of the deal as well and i i, I got the same feeling uh, from that as well. Um, so let me, yeah, let me just throw that up real quick. Um, here we go.
2: Both barred from operating a business in New York for two years. I mean, what are your thoughts tonight? Listen, Janine, I thought the best thing I ever did it was get out of New York uh, place since my father, before we even, he ruled against our entire family. It was a setup from the very beginning. This was never supposed to be in that court. It was supposed to be in the commercial division. They would never allow it to get there. This judge, the animosity, the way he looked at my father in the courthouse was, was horrible. I've never seen such hatred in anybody's eyes before. Um, Janine, we're an amazing company. and I can truly say that I've never, we have never missed a loan payment. We've never defaulted. We've never breached a covenant Deutsche Bank, they're the most you know, respected and sophisticated bank in the world. They came in and effectively testified that they had an amazing relationship with us. We paid off every loan ahead of time. They made hundreds of millions of dollars off of our organization. We put hundreds of millions of dollars of, of extra collateral into the respective assets, made them top tier. You know, We are called by every single you know, lender a platinum borrower. Every single one has called us a platinum borrower. Again, never a default. And you have an attorney general who ran on the notion of getting Mm -hmm. my father. I'm going to go into the attorney general's office every single day.
0: Ah, of course. Every single day. Let me skip that ad.
2: Donald Trump and go home. I'm going to take him down. You watch. I'm going to sue the blank out of him. That that was her political platform. She campaigned on that. She fundraised on that. We didn't have a chance, Janine. We just didn't have a chance in New York because it's a rigged system. And you you could not have a better real estate company than than ours. You could not have a more professional real estate company than ours. When COVID hit and they shut down every single hospitality company in the country, guess who never missed a loan payment? Guess who paid all of their employees? Who Guess who always did the right thing? Guess who employs thousands of New Yorkers every single day, puts food on the table for their families, educates their, their children, you know, I mean, you have a long state right now where you have businesses fleeing, fleeing, fleeing. And you have a company like ours that have paid over $300 million in taxes to a city. My father built the skyline of New York City. And this is the thanks he gets for doing absolutely nothing wrong, not a dollar financial loss. The exact opposite, hundreds of millions of dollars in financial gain. And as to Don and I, We every single witness testified we have nothing to do with this. They went in witness after witness. This is not what they did in the company. It didn't matter this guy. You know, we were trophies on a wall for this guy. You know, this is the state of New York. I caution anybody. I caution anybody even thinking about moving to New York to just be careful. This is not the state that my father grew up in. This is not the state that we grew up in. This is the demise of. A politically weaponized system, and it's it's horribly sad, Janine. And and I promise you, we're gonna fight this, and we're gonna win at the appellate division because honestly, it's so egregious, it's so egregious. I promise you, we're gonna get it overturned.
0: Well, all oh, right, yeah. Well, I mean, just be escape from New York or something. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, escape from
1: New York. Yeah, they, they, he said that actually. We we escaped from in New York just in time. You know, this whole thing reminds me of you know um, you know the Bible talks about. The people of Israel, uh, specifically the tribes of Jeremiah, Benjamin, some of the Levites that were in the southern tribes, the southern area, that when God finally judged Israel, judged the southern tribes, um, took them into captivity for 70 years in exile. uh, He sent a prophet Jeremiah to them and said, you know, should I not judge them um, for the wickedness that they have done? And it's really weird that we're, you know, I've always kind of, you know obviously God is, we're in a state of grace. We're not in a state of judge judgment. We have the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, we're in a period of, of grace, but if you look at some of the, the passages in scripture, specifically the ones that deal with Jeremiah, there are some, some of the things that, you know, America is doing and cities in America are, have done or are doing are very similar to what happened to Jerusalem. And, it, you know, God tells um, Jeremiah, he "says Go up and down the streets of Jerusalem. Look around, consider, search through her squares. If you can find but one person who deals honestly, who seeks the truth, I will forgive this city. Although they say, as surely as the Lord lives, still they are swearing falsely. You know, and that's what we're seeing: is these swear people in in a court of law swearing falsely, using deception." He says, Lord, do you, not, do you not your eyes look for truth? You struck them, but they felt no pain. You crushed them, but they refused correction. I remember back during 9-11, you know, the the the, the cities of New York all thronged to the churches for a couple of weeks. Remember? Yeah. And yeah, everybody, it was and almost like there was a revival coming, you know, and the Lord allowed this correction to happen. And, you know, I have a, obviously of opinion about who actually was behind all of that. But it, there was a period of time where the protection was off of New York and you know they were struck and, and but they said oh we feel no pain and god allowed them to be crushed but they refused correction and he, they made their faces harder than stone and refused to repent you know and it just goes on and on it talks about the the um the, the sexual immorality he says so i'm going to give them over to a a a, a lion from the forest will attack them a wolf from the desert will ravage them leopards will die you know a leopard will die a lion wait excuse me near the towns to tear pieces and any who venture out for the rebellion is great and their backslidings are many. And it just goes on, you know, why should I forget that you? now?
0: Just the danger of going downtown New York. I mean, you know, people are getting literally torn apart, it, not by wild animals, but you know, people that are acting like wild animals out there.
1: We're right. Well, that, which leads us to the next part of New York. Right. I mean, obviously this is wake the bear. Uh, So our focus is mostly on California, but I mean, so goes California. So goes all the other States after a while. And definitely uh, New York city is already there. Um, What, you know, what's going on with the whole um, the police, right? There was a whole situation, the whole situation, the whole situation that a bunch of immigrants, criminal immigrants attacked police officers.
0: Yeah. Right. That was what last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, very disturbing to see that, the, the arrogance, the the gall to come to a visiting country. I mean, can you imagine like, you know, I should have been on vacation in Mexico. I just can't imagine going down to Cabo and beating up a police officer just because I disagree or. Yeah, a bunch of, American,
1: bunch of Americans start beating up a police officer.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's Did just you- like I can't even picture it. So it was very disturbing to to hear that. You know, that our own law enforcements.
1: Yeah, here's they, the here's the video video clip of people. I'm sure people have seen this, but this shows them, you know, there these guys are trying to arrest this one guy, and these like seven or eight guys are coming around punching and kicking the cops and pulling on them and and, and like stopping them, inhibiting them from arresting this guy. This guy tried to kick him and fell. Now finally, uh Governor Hochul, the mayor, excuse me, mayor Hochul of the city, she finally are saying that uh You know, we're not going to let this stand. We're going to fight back against this. We're actually going to, we're going to let this happen. But do you know what happened? The, the DA, uh, the, the DA that's basically bought out by Soros, DA Bragg, let these guys go. They arrested these guys and he let them go with no bail. But what the heck? And then people asked him, why would you let him go? And he wouldn't answer the question, but mil- or the uh, media came around him and asked. He, he's just totally silent. Wouldn't answer the question. They, they kind of tried to ask like 10 different times. Finally, like the police and everybody started putting pressure on the government. And said, listen, you're not going to protect your police officers. Well, how can we protect you? And then finally in the mayor, you know, so the governor starts saying something and finally they rearrested these guys about uh, a couple of them, I think four of them left to California and they caught a couple of them in Arizona, but they finally arrested them and they're going to bring them back and give them a substantial bail. But this DA was going to not prosecute them. He, he was going wow. to let them go.
2: Well,
0: and, you know, it's, it's consistency. I mean, he's he, at least he's being consistent, right? I mean, you know, who gets free? Uh, you know, if you're a veteran, do you get a free hotel, uh, you know, free gift cards to live on? twenty two hundred dollars a month, free bus ride to a city of your choice. uh, You know, these things. No. But but, you know, the immigrants coming in, they are. And so that just is one more thing. Free bail. You know, you can just leave. We'll just let you go.
1: Well, let's be clear, Ron, you and I and the majority of Americans are not anti-immigration. I mean, no. we now understand this is a country of immigrants We're we are against an invasion. You know, if you come here and, and you, you take a test about American, you know, uh, American history and you, you say, I make an oath and, to the Constitution of the United States and I and I love this country and I want to be here. And you do these things, you know, that and you go immigrant, you know, legally and you're vetted. I'm for anybody coming in. Everybody has a right to come in, you know. But not to just ten million people, unvetted coming in, unvaxed, unvetted, flooding the borders and and flooding our cities, and then doing stuff like this, you know.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. You know, he uh, Tucker Carlson actually did a uh, a recent interview. I think it's his last one um, with a geologist, and he. Talks about the immigration from South America, and there's a road that goes from Alaska all the way to the very tip of South America. But there's this one 60 mile section near uh, Panama that the road never was built. It's just deep jungles, and it's like Darien Gap they call it. Yeah, Darien Gap. Darien Gap, yeah. And so he he goes into detail because he was down there doing his geology work, and what he found was uh. All kinds of you know military age people for one thing, but you know basically half these people aren't going through the gap. They're taking a boat ride and so there's like the Chinese have set up a camp for their their Chinese people and they can most of them take this boat and there's a camp already established and it's like, who's paying for all this? you know, there's literally an organized. and so what he was saying basically was, I don't think this is a migration. I, I literally think this is an invasion and there's some big money behind it uh, going in there. And so, yeah, you, you don't know what's coming in. And so I am, I'm concerned about that. Now, am I concerned about somebody who fills out papers, wants a green card and wants to become a citizen? No, I think that's, that's a wonderful thing. We're a light on the Hill uh, for many around the world, but you know, you're getting overrun i mean overrun and uh that's too much too much and so it is a concern especially when you start seeing wild crazy behavior in new york like that in chicago and all the big cities right now and so well,
1: well it's the thing is is that you know military age males um we, they found out four of these guys who were attacking these these cops are actually from a venezuelan gang so they're part of a criminal cart cartel and they've come into America for no, you know, to do to do evil, and they're obviously doing it when they got a chance. And yeah. you know, there's a there's a bunch of um there's actually a whole group of them that are stealing people's cell phones and then stealing bank information off their cell phones. There's a whole um like whole undercover operation going on with these with these uh immigrants. So, like, so you've got 10 million million people coming through. Well, if just a you know. One tenth of one percent of them are military age males who are coming to cause havoc. That's all you need, and uh, you know. And then, of course, we have people coming through that are um, citizens of of China, of the you know, controlled by the CCP. You know, now, granted, some of these people coming in, they want to get away from China. They're they're running from communism. They want to be here, but the problem is, is that the people who are coming here for evil intent are blending in with them, and they're not vetting them. And so that and there's no way to vet them because a lot of them don't have papers. And so there's no way to know who who's going to be causing disruption and cataclysmic cataclysmic, you know, catastrophic. Um, you know, problems, <laughs> problems in our country. And uh, and of course, they're going to the major cities, New York. They're going New York City. They're going to L.A. They're going to these places where they can blend in and they can attack. So we just need to be really in prayer and asking god to protect our our nation to protect our cities uh to help our law enforcement you know so many of the law enforcement you know quit law enforcement because they were demanded to get a, a vaccination or that makes you sicker than you were if you started and you know a lot of these you know first responders and and i, I know firemen that lost their jobs you know good guys young families trying to feed their families lost their jobs because they wouldn't take they wouldn't agree to this mandated you know, vaccination. Well, what do you have left? If all the people who have principle and say, I don't know, I'm not going to do this. You only, you have yes men and you have people that will do what the authorities say. And you have a weakened you know, system. You have a weakened law enforcement. You have weakened fire departments because, and those are the first responders when cataclysmic events happen and you've just gotten rid of all those people. And so that now you have as yes men to, you know, who will look the other way and won't point out evil. And so we've got it, you know, there's a very substantial, um, and i hate to say the word but it's true It's conspiracy against america and it's multifaceted and it's clearly orchestrated and uh, we need to need to be in prayer for our country and for
0: for for our families and our friends and our cities and our communities yeah people need to wake up that's for sure you know i i'm uh, i'm just looking at down the line you know if you have that many people say 10 million people come in what happens when the money runs dry and no one's on the welfare. Yeah, you know, There's just no welfare to go around. There's no free checks, no free um, hotel rooms. What do you think all of those people are going to resort to? I mean, you got to feed yourself, right? You can't starve to death. What do, what do people do to save their lives? They will steal. They will do anything if, if the food source goes down that much. And you know, we've already done a lot of shows where we've talked about you know, food sources. There's supposed to be a food shortage in the future. Well, wh- what happens when things don't uh, pan out and people aren't getting that free, free meal every day? You know, what's going to happen? Uh, you know, is crime going to just skyrocket? You know, and this this whole thing, I think, is is actually probably they're trying to get a, a voter base. You know, the Democrats. You know, you know, San Francisco. They appointed their first non-citizen to serve on election on an election commission. Her name is Kelly Wong, and her appointment was a result of the 2020 voter-approved measure to remove citizenship requirement to serve on San Francisco's boards, commissions, and advisory bodies. And so they are putting non-citizens in positions of authority. That's crazy. I mean, that absolutely, you know, I have no idea who this lady is. I don't know what her allegiance is. I mean, what better way to overthrow a country than to come into positions of authority and not even be a citizen, you know? And there's a list, uh, you know, I saw this, Captain Keschel's, um, he he did a quote uh, on X and it it says, you know, they want 18 year olds to vote. That's what they started. Then they wanted to expand uh, absentee ballots for the disabled. We want to expand early voting because lines are too long. We wanna ban precinct voting. We want automatically register voters. We want all mail elections, mail in. Like we want people to harvest ballots. We want a month of early voting. Now we want 16 year olds to vote. We want non-citizens to vote in municipal elections. And here we are now. We want non-citizens on election boards. And then what'll be in the future? We want non-citizens to vote in all elections. We want only Americans with good social credit scores to vote. And the last one, we only want college professors, non-citizens, and single women to vote. You know, that's probably where it's going to go. You know, and it's just like, it's crazy. This is crazy, but that's the pattern. That's what we're seeing. And it's, all you know, it's about the vote. It's about who can control things. So very concerning, very concerning. But at the same time, get a lot of, got a lot of support from scripture you know, nothing new is under the sun. There's always yeah. that struggle, always that fight uh, for you know, good, good versus evil. You know, and, and I remember even this morning we were doing a Bible study. You know, we we kind of do that Zoom Bible study and and we call in. Um, it's a short one, but we did what Acts 22 this morning, and it was really interesting. It was about Paul, the Apostle Paul, who uh, mm-hmm. you know he gets he gets put into a Roman court uh, because the, the Jews were upset with him. And, you know, he's kind of sharing his testimony saying, Hey, I used to be just like you guys. I used to persecute Christians and, you know, put them to death and imprison them. I, but, you know, the Lord opened up my eyes, but, you know, these people created such a problem, um, for the town that, the uh, the Roman court, uh, they were ready to beat them and, you know, put them in prison. And, and the apostle Paul, a very smart guy, he, he says, Hey, by the way, I'm a Roman citizen. Should you be, uh, really beating your own citizens? You know, citizens have rights. And so he kind of pulls that card out and he starts to stand up for his rights, you know, and even the guy that, um, like the, the, uh, the guard that was, was holding him said, well, I paid a, an exorbitant amount of money to be a citizen. And, and Paul says, well, actually I was born a citizen, you know, and, uh, and all of a sudden they got all scared. So I don't know. I thought that was really interesting how, you know, there is an importance uh, of being a citizen and and holding to law. And uh, the, the Apostle Paul used it. And and it probably inspires us to really try to hold to our rights that we have.
1: Well, and, and I think, you know, if you go back to like the whole lockdowns, you know, people say, well, you aren't you willing to give up your rights to help your grandma not get sick? Aren't you willing to give up your rights to make sure that this uh, this major, you know, sickness doesn't spread across the whole country and spread across your whole city, you know, area. And of course I am like, of course, and like all of us were like, oh, sure, we can, we'll, we'll shut down the church for a week or two. And we'll, you know, we, you know, but the problem is we found out that they that, that, that was, that was all planned out. They had actually weaponized our Christian goodwill against us, knowing that they could actually shame us and, into, you know, a collectivistic uh, framework to do what they want us to do, to, to, to change. Um, our uh, you know to change our, our our minds about stuff and and to get us to, to get the masses to do what they want them to do that's collectivism that's what that's what tyrant, tyrannies and and tyrants and, and authoritarians have been doing all throughout history is utilizing well for the good of the whole we will do this for the good of everybody else we're going to make you all go into ghettos you know for the you know for the good of and, it's, and that's what tyrants use well paul we we'll say, wait a second. Ah, I got individual rights as a Roman citizen. And Paul, who here's the guy who wrote what you know half of the New Testament. He utilized when it came down to it, they were going to beat him. They put him in chains and were going to beat him. And then he goes, wait a second. Is it right for you to put me in chains and beat me even if I haven't had a trial and I'm a Roman citizen? And they went, oh, you're a Roman citizen? Yeah. Oh well, we're, we we can't do this to a Roman citizen because they have a bill of rights for Roman citizens, right? So Paul uses his citizenship as a way to one not get whipped because getting whipped sucks and number two to get out of jail so he can continue his mission to preach the gospel this is something the church needs to realize we need to utilize the 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 god-given like laws that we've been given the constitution works if we just use it the constitution works the bill of rights work if americans would just recognize and just use it but we've kind of gotten to this complacent place now in the world where we're just, you know, we, you know, we we don't we don't really care so much. We're like, oh, well, we'll let someone else fight that battle. No, you're the you know, the Bible talks about give unto Caesar. What is Caesar's? Well, in America, guess who Caesar is? You and me. We're Caesar. we yeah. the people. So, yeah, we're we're Caesar. So you know, we're in a republic if we can keep it right. And we're in President's Day right now. So I want to kind of bring that up. But here's yeah. a quote from Plato that's been stated multiple times that if you don't take interest, if you're apathetic to the affairs of your government, then you're doomed to live under the rule of fools. You're do- doomed to re- live under the, the rule of unrighteous men. If the, if the righteous will not be salt and light in their government, they won't utilize the Constitution we've been handed. You're going to hand over this nation to uh, a, a free people. You're going to hand them over as slaves. Your, your kids and your grandkids are going to be slaves because you weren't willing to get off your couch and go to the the board meeting at your school or go to your, the board meeting of your city or your community and speak out and speak up for righteousness and say, I'm not for that. That's what we need to happen is we need to wake the church up. That's part of waking the bear in California is church, wake up. You've been given the right to rule and you're abnegating the responsibility of ruling and reigning.
0: Yep. And we have a primary coming up in California and it was interesting. I got a bunch of extra primary voter guides, uh, you know, and we burn, uh, f- uh you know, we have a wood burning stove. So I have some extra ones, you know, more than one person in the family. And I looked and I saw your name and Chris's name on, uh, on the list there, uh, Yeah, for, what is it? Central committee. W- what is it called properly?
1: Yeah. We're, so, we're but- running for the the GOP, the Republicans central committee. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. We're going we're gonna to actually help shape the direction of the GOP. You know, now, now I'm not running for like an office for both sides. I'm running, running to be part of a committee of people because what's happening is, is that the Democratic, the, the Democratic Party is taking control of the media and entertainment. And they're changing people's minds about issues so much so that the Republicans don't think they can get elected if they are still for, for natural marriage and pro-life. So they're talking about taking out natural marriage and pro life out of their platform because they feel like they've they've lost that battle already and which is exactly what Satan wants us to think that yeah. we're just, we're not going to try to change hearts and minds anymore. We're just going to concede those issues to the to the world. And what happens is we keep giving over more and more and more of these issues and more and more of these realms of rulership to to Satan and he's glad to take them, you know. Yeah.
0: So someone said,
1: yeah. Well, someone said, you know, well, okay. You Christians, you guys can have a church on Sunday. You can do evangelism, but, but you've got, to, but when it comes to like government and education, we'll take care of that, which is actually kind of what Hitler said to the pastors of the churches in Nazi Germany. So you, you just do your little stupid little stuff in your little church buildings and I'll take care of the heart and soul of, of Germany. Right. And so, what the problem is, is uh, Satan's an incrementalist. He takes a little bit, and then he takes a little bit more, and takes a little, and you concede, and he takes in more. And so, what's happening? He's like, you, you guys get the church and family, and you guys get evangelism, but we'll take everything else. And then once Satan now controls all of these other mountains of culture, he says, "Oh, you know, I actually want the family too. Oh, and education as well, and 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 your churches." Because Satan is a tyrant. And rebellion to tyrants yep. is obedience to God. We have to fight back.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, why don't we close in a, a, a good time to pray? I mean, you know, our weapons of warfare are prayer and getting involved legally. And, uh, you know, today, see the day. So I basically, I'd say prayer is all we can do you know, uh, to walk precincts and stuff like that for the rest of the day. So let's uh, let's just end with a prayer. Um, I'll pray, and then if you want to close, uh, Brandon, that would be great. And so yeah, and after we Father, pray,
1: I got a few announcements to give at the end. So go ahead and pray.
0: Oh, we could also, you know, if you want, we can also cover uh, after we pray just the some of the things that weren't covered. Uh, you know, vigilant fox, if you'd like. So
1: yeah, do, pray. But, go ahead.
0: Yeah, uh, Father, we just lift up to uh, well, President Donald Trump, just all the attacks that have been um, heaped on him. Whether it be a business in New York or, or real estate or what they call hush money or, or uh, just you know, E. Jean Carroll and her bizarre attacks, Father. And we call them bizarre because we, uh, we know what's behind them, Father. We know that uh, you will help him. And so we just pray a hedge of protection around President Trump, a sphere of protection, that every arrow that is slung at him would just bounce off and go to the slinger, Father. And that truth, no matter what happens, truth would be made known, Father. And so we just pray an exposure of lies and exposure of the truth, Lord, that the people would see and understand what is true and what is not. There's a lot of people jockeying for uh, the narrative. And so, Father, we just pray right now that you would just continue with exposure, give uh, President Trump, his family, and those working close with him strength and resolve to continue on, Father. And we just pray that, Lord, we pray for a breaking of uh, any dark forces um, that have gone against this country and against its citizens, Father, against your church, against you, Father. We just pray right now that that would be broken in Jesus' name.
1: Yeah, Lord, we also just pray that um, all when we see all this darkness and, and evil going on, we ask that you would raise up a righteous remnant who would say no, and who would speak out and who would push back. And we pray for the bear. We pray for California. We pray for this republic. We ask in the name of Jesus that you would wake people up, wake up the church first and foremost, help them. To seek you with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love the love the Lord your God and serve Him only. And uh, and Lord, give us the a, a desire to go into the cities and go into the schools and to speak truth and speak it in love, and call out um, truth and 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 expose darkness and evil and deception. And Lord, we just pray that you would really would wake up this bear, you'd wake up the church in in California and you'd wake up the church in in, in New York and the godly remnant that are in this country. And and Lord, we know that. You didn't destroy, um, you withheld your destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. You withheld your destruction of other uh, places just simply because there was a few righteous in the land. Well, Lord, we know there's a massive amount of people who love you and serve you in this country. And even though there are wicked people planning their plans, you laugh at them. You scoff at them, those who come against you and against your anointed ones. And so we just declare right now, we will see deliverance. This country will see deliverance. And we speak life over America. We speak life over California. We speak healing. We speak repentance. We speak renewal. We speak revival. We speak uh, repairing of the broken walls that have been torn down. And we ask God that you would bring in righteous leaders because your word says that when the righteous are in, in power, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in power, the people groan. And so we ask for the righteous to be put in power. And use us, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah.
0: I want to add one more thing. You know, just as the apostle Paul used to uh who, who used to torment and persecute uh Christians, the body of Christ, and even have them put to death, Father. You used him in a mighty way to uh write most of the New Testament and and become a great witness for you. And so, Father, we pray that we would see the potential uh with others as well, that we would not have an us them, Lord, that we would know that there's a spirit behind those that are working deep state, uh, issues. And so father, even though we are on guard against that father, we pray that uh, those that would repent and have their eyes open and realize and come to their senses and come to you father, that we would, uh, keep that door open for those people, uh, and not keep it closed, uh, because of past, uh, things that they have done. Father, uh, we want to be reconcilers just like you are, uh, reconciling people to yourself. And so, uh, give us that heart as well and a heart of wisdom uh, when to do and when not. In Jesus' yeah. name. Yeah. Amen.
1: Amen. Yeah, I think of the passage it says in Ezekiel, the Lord desires, the Lord takes no pleasure in the destruction of the wicked. You know, he desires that all would, and then Peter, it says he desires that all would come to repentance and seek him. So that's our desire is that people will repent and turn to him and not that yeah. they would be destroyed. So, so the Lord, take them out of position or, or, cause them to repent
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um hey, well let's close things. yeah go couple for it things. you know we got a couple of announcements here i want to go over real quick you know we're going to be showing the letters letter to the american church on sunday night march 2nd uh at 6 30 p.m it actually starts at well it, it will open the doors at 6 the show will start at 6 30 this is going to be done at convergence in capitola um in the capitola mall where the old um uh uh sushi bar used to be um, some people know that it's called convergence and a bunch of churches converging there anyways this a movie by Eric Metaxas called letters to the American Church it's a pretty awesome movie um you, people are going to want to see it and they're going to want to see it with other people and it's a it's a warning it's calling the church to stand up um Eric Metaxas is a specialist in Dietrich Bonhoeffer he's actually a um what, what's the word I would use a uh he's he wrote a historian. A biography. A, yeah, he wrote a, like a 700-page biography on him that was translated into German by Bonhoeffer's family. So he is an expert on Dietrich Bonhoeffer and the rise of the Third Reich in, uh, in Germany. So um, he compares the, uh, the church today and how weak it is to the church, to the Lutheran church in, in Germany at that time. So it, it is a wake-up call. So we're going to be showing that again Saturday night, March 2nd, 6.30 p.m. at Convergence. So come check it out. Um another couple of things um you can find us at wake the bear radio all of our shows are on wakethebearradio.com I uh, know I could pull that up and just show you but you can find us find us at wakethebearradio.com all our past shows additional notes and links are there Ron does a great job of putting those up um all the links to all of our feeds are in the upper right hand corner um you can go and watch anything watch any of our shows on rumble youtube cloud hub facebook whatever one still let us post um, and if you ever want to get a hold of any of us, we'd love you to email us um, at uh, Brandon at wakethebeareradio.com is mine. Um, Chris is K-R-I-S, Chris with a K, uh, at wakethebearradio.com And then, of course, Ron, R-O-N, at wakethebeareradio.com. Please email us. If you find yeah. something we said that you agreed with or don't agree or you, you, you think we got wrong, please tell us. You know, we, can, we can definitely take feedback and learn and grow and, and change. Mm-hmm. So uh, please email us and, and share um ronnie you want to end with a couple of um a couple of the uh excerpts from um i don't have that called
0: up actually so i have it yeah let's go for it
1: let's just cut. just go a couple of so one of the things we like to do kind of at the end there's vigilant fox on x and vigilant foxes does a great job of showing you the 10 uh, stories that they chose not to tell you uh this week (laughs) that the mainstream media chose not to tell you this week so I'm going to pull that up right now, and we're just going to quickly go through those headlines. Uh, We encourage you to check out Vigilant Fox. Um, He shows almost always has the Tucker Carlson videos on there. Um, So uh, let's go through here a couple of them. First one is uh, number 10, countdown. Shocking ballot fraud study concludes that Trump almost certainly won the 2020 election. Imagine that. Imagine that. It, It actually goes through and shows how there was a conservative effort. Um, by the government in collusion with the media to actually uh, shut down and censor that message that the, that, the, that the election was stolen. And it actually shows that um, one in five ballot, they did a Rasmussen poll, and one in five people who, in, who, who used a mail-in ballot said they uh, had used it fraudulently. Wow. Wow.
0: That's a lot.
1: Yeah. So when people were actually able to say, oh, yeah, I kind of cheated so that I could get Trump out, they'll tell you as long as they don't get arrested for it. So that so it was anonymous poll. and All these people said that. And Rasmussen polls are pretty accurate. So um, here's another one. Uh, A new problem emerges for the covid vaccinated. It just turns out that your immune system is not working correctly now because of the spike protein, which we've heard over and over again. But there's now um, more data coming out that that's true. Um, here's another one. Uh, Trump hating billionaire George Soros. Everybody's you know, most wicked empire of the of the dark forces. He needs a hood and le- electricity on his fingers. Um, he he yeah. prepares to take over 200 radio stations ahead of the U.S. election. So I sure hope that he's not gunning for KSEO here in Santa Cruz County because that's yeah. a solid station that we were on started on. So. But um yeah, of course, you know, that's what you do. You get a hold of the media so then you can tell everybody what to believe and you can use witchcraft on their minds and mind control to get them to believe what you want them to believe.
0: Yep. Or shut them down if you need to.
1: Yep, number 7, once you read that one. Oh yeah, Tucker, it? he visits
0: a store. I actually saw that video. is amazing. Uh actually Babylon B did a funny thing. Uh, he was amazed that the doors opened automatically, but he winds up uh buying about $400 worth of groceries. And the groceries look just like the ones we see in the United States, but only for a hundred dollars. So we're paying about four times as much. Uh, so I don't know. You tell me what's working. Uh, I thought that was really interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, the, you know, remember when he interviewed Putin, um, he said, why don't you tell people the truth? Why don't you win a media uh, propaganda war? And he said, Oh, when it comes yeah. to propaganda, no one can compete with the United States. It's a, it's a waste right. of money and time to try to we, t- we put it out there. We say the truth, but we don't to try to convince people is almost impossible with the amount of propaganda that Americans consume every day. Yeah. So, All right. Uh, this one right here, number six, RFK Jr. And Children's Health Defense win a landmark censorship case against the Biden administration. The Biden administration. Uh, attempted to censor um, children's health defense and RFK Jr. And they won. Um, RFK Jr. shut them down, but beat the Biden administration. So that's a, a win for the little guy and a sticking it to the man who's corrupt. And praise God for that.
0: Yeah. He's doing such a good job. Just, I mean, when he speaks, he really puts out information. Yeah. Okay, he what does, do we um, got? World Economic Forum founder. E- Josh, yeah. That your future will be like. In ten years, what's that?
1: Yeah, future? I don't know. I don't want to see AI. That. Yeah, anything this guy says, you know, you're gonna live in fifteen minute cities. You're gonna own nothing and be happy. Be happy, yeah. Which means we're gonna own it all, but you'll be happy that we own it all and you own nothing.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's uh, the next number, one.
1: Number four: Vaccine injured man confronts the British Prime Minister on GB News. I actually saw this. It was. Ooh, it was like it caused my hair on the back of my neck to rise up this guy starts talking about how sick he's got since he took the vax and then a guy across the room so the prime minister's there and a guy across the room says i also got sick from the vax and he starts and they just like cross calling out the minister and the minister says well you know we were just following the orders of doctors and experts so this is what the media you know this is what the government and the media and the doctors are all doing yeah he did it no, no, it they was them. The well, they said, well, we just followed them. and Well, we just followed them. Well, we were just following you. And everybody's pointing fingers at everybody else. And no one's taking responsibility that many, many people. I think uh, the number is up to like 50,000 people died from the vaccination. If you go to uh, openvares.com, you can actually look that up and see how many. There's like over a million people that got, are, have reported been sick from the vaccine. And over 50 million have died. Uh, yeah is it 50
0: yeah it's got to be million not uh fifty thousand yeah it's yeah. more than that yeah 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 and if you didn't die you're pretty jacked up you know it's heartbreaking yeah. okay let's go on we are get down to number three jeffrey okay number epstein's- three we're almost
1: done here number three jeffrey epstein's brother questions the official story on who killed
2: him well hmm.
1: oh, that's nice jeffrey that uh jeffrey epstein's brother finally coming out and saying that and we yeah. all kind of already knew that
2: we already knew you know, that
1: didn't kill himself. That's for sure. The FLCCC and the world council for health published a groundbreaking peer reviewed paper on spike protein treatment uh, They're coming out with, Oh, these uh, spike proteins that we put an injection in your body to make them produce. Uh, it's actually bad for you. <laughs> Oops. Yep. And then the last but not least it's now or never for Julian Assange to escape extradition from, uh, to the United States his father joins the show with an update. There's a great interview here. I haven't watched all of it, but I've heard about it. And basically this man was um, – he was imprisoned and uh, tortured for exposing the deep state and, yep. uh, and getting the information out there about what our government has actually been doing to us behind the scenes, how they've been unaccountable.
0: And he'd so, be responsible for WikiLeaks if that's – uh, if you've heard of that. thats That was his deal. Check him out, WikiLeaks yep a bunch of pretty grotesque stuff on there so
1: anyways that's it for the night man let's uh let's wrap it up shall we
0: absolutely
1: that was we'll a good be-
0: night good night uh you know, this a lot of, a lot for of, sure work so we focused in on new york a lot of gangs and they wear black robes they don't always wear black leather jackets sometimes it's black robes so uh yeah here, yep. Here's
1: the here, here's the gang for the open for the vaccines. Two million five hundred seventy nine thousand people had adverse effects to the vaccine.
0: That's from, from a, a drug, drug gang.
1: gang. Yeah, that's a drug gang.
0: Right. Good
1: night. Good night.